According to a recent survey, about 50% of Americans believe God exists. Oh, friends, that number has declined. It's time to revive faith and change direction in our lives. And that's just ahead from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, greetings and hello, everyone. What a joy to have you join us for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We have been on the air or online for 90 years, and how thankful we are for you tuning in. Effective in 2024? Yes, indeed, friends, it will be 90 years. And so, wherever you're listening to our broadcast, we thank you for joining us as we study together the Word of God. We grant a thank you to our J-Webb, our announcer, and you'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast of some things that can be of help to you absolutely free from us here at International Gospel Hour. Dear Friends of Interest was a recent article by Daniel de Visay. I hope I pronounced that correctly. My apologies if I did not. He is a writer for TheHeal.com, and his article was titled, Does God Exist? Only half of Americans say a definite yes. And the article begins, Only half of Americans now say they are sure God exists. That finding from the closely watched General Social Survey stands out among several nuggets of new data about religion in America. Not quite 50% of Americans say they have no doubt about the existence of God according to the 2022 survey released by the NORC, the University of Chicago Research Organization. But as recently as 2008, the share of sure believers topped 60%. You know, friends, it is evident that believing that God exists and church attendance has declined in recent years, while there is an increase of those who claim no religion, and we see that number rising. Friends, this trend is most disturbing. Are we not surprised with all of the evil doing that is on the rise? For example, look at the decline from 2008 to 2022, and just think back over those years as we see truly an anti-God action among so many. Well, today, dear listeners, it is time to take a stand for God and His existence. This is our Father's world And when we come to grasp His existence and trust in Him, this world will be a better place because people will be better. We'll be back to our discussion in a moment as we answer the question, How do we know God exists? Why not follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and others. Please type International Gospel Hour into the search engine, and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors. We would be honored to have you follow us on social media. And now, back to Jeff. 
How do I know God exists? Well, first, I know God exists because of the creation around me. As I look at this beautiful creation, this world, I must understand there is a sufficient cause for it all and the effect that comes forth. A design of this earth that is intelligent and a valid reasoning of how it came into existence. Dear friends, evolution is a theory, a simple thought. But then I ask, how can something in such control as our beautiful earth come from something chaotic? The rain comes, the snow falls. It helps things to bloom and provides food for us. You know, design demands the designer. Take, for example, a vehicle of which you may own or a vehicle of which you have access to. Well, was it not manufactured by a tornado in a junkyard? (laughs) Hardly, my friends. But it was designed and orderly made as in any automobile factory that an individual can tour. I am most familiar with the Volkswagen car in America, as the plant is in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where our program is based out of the state of Tennessee. And so, touring that facility, I see that everything has a place, and there is a place for everything, and how it is orderly put together, and how it is done. Dear friends, the vehicle that we own, or maybe a vehicle that you once owned, or one you have access to, certainly was not created when a tornado went through a junkyard for all that to fall in place. I think about a bird's nest, something so skillful as a bird's nest. There are the occasions where bird's nests have served their purpose and they'll fall out of the tree. Or sometimes I have to remove them from my house after the bird has done her part and try to guide her to plant in trees or other places. But when you see a nest of a bird, you know that bird brought that nest forth. The bird, indeed, was the cause, and the nest was the effect. I am astounded how a little bird, with no hands, but yet with its beak, and how it can move and do the job that God intended for that little creature to do. And so, a nest just doesn't happen when things come together. It had to take time, a design from that designer. If you'll allow me to defer to one Herbert Spencer, an English philosopher, biologist, sociologist, and agnostic of the 1800s. Within his writing of the book First Principles, there is a chapter titled, Space, Time, Matter, Motion, and Force. From this chapter it is stated, Though space, time, matter, and motion are apparently all necessary data of intelligence, Yet a psychological analysis shows us that these are either built up of or abstracted from experiences of force. Page 169. Now watch, friends. Space, time, matter, motion, and force are called necessary data of intelligence. Well, friends, here is the data. And it is intelligent And it is necessary. I take us back to Genesis 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, there's time. God, there's the force. 
created, there's the action, the heavens, there's the space, and the earth, there's the matter. The five things brought forth by Mr. Spencer are brought forth thousands of years before his writing in Genesis 1 and verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork, Psalm 19.1. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, Isaiah 55.10. Romans 1.20 affirms, For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And in Hebrews 3 and verse 4, For every house is built by someone, but He who built all things is God. Friends, when I look at the creation around me, I cannot help but to affirm, There is a God, He is alive, and I know that He exists. Second, how do I know that God exists? I know God exists because of the common sense within me. God is. Now, there are many approaches to the proof of this proposition, but none as simple and conclusive as that used by Brother Brother Doc. I'm sorry, let me back up by Brother Thomas B. Warren, Doctor Warren. In a 1976 debate with atheist Dr. Anthony G.N. Flew. Now here's a summary of the argument. Human beings exist. No one, not even an atheist, contends that humans existed throughout all eternity. Therefore, there had to be a first human being. Second, the first human in existence was either created or he evolved from lower forms of life. There are no other possibilities. Third, if he was created, there had to be a creator. Thus, God is. Fourth, if he evolved from lower forms of life, the first human had to either be born of a non-human or had to be a non-human turned into a human. There is no other possibility. No evolutionist, atheist, or otherwise contends that one single non-human turned into a human or that a non-human gave birth to a human. Neither of these being possible, the only alternative, that being man was created, must be true. Therefore, God is. Now, friends, in 2004, Dr. Flew changed his thinking, stating that he now believed in the existence of an intelligent designer of the universe, which actually shocked his colleagues and fellow atheists. While he denied any conversion to a religion and his views were more of a deist, he affirmed a lifelong commitment to go where the evidence leads and evidence from science and natural theology made it possible for him to believe in an intelligent being who ordered the universe. Dear friends, God is. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, according to Psalm 139.14. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in His image, according to Genesis 127. 
and in him we live and move and have our being, Acts 17 and verse 28. What is amazing about that Acts 17:28 text that the Apostle Paul brings forth on Mars Hill in Athens is he made that statement concerning God, and an accurate statement indeed, but it was made by one of their Grecian poets who affirmed that in God we live and move and have our being. It was a powerful argument that Paul brought forth, defending what they called the unknown God, and defending God amongst all the idolatry today. Dear friends, We can know God exists, not only of the creation around us and how orderly it is, but the common sense within us to simply look and to see that a design demands a designer. How about a third one? I know God exists, and how do I know that God exists? Because of the Christ of whom history tells me about. You know, The Roman historian Tacitus wrote of Nero and the terrible fire at Rome in July of A.D. 64. He tells how some people blame Nero for the fire, but Nero blamed it on the Christians. Listen to this statement. Consequently, to get rid of the report, Nero fastened the guilt and inflicted the most exquisite tortures on a class hated for their abominations called Christians by the populace. Christus, from whom the name had its origin, suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of one of our procurators, Pontius Pilate, and a most mischievous superstition thus checked for the moment, again broke out not only in Judea, the first source of the evil, but even in Rome, where all things hideous and shameful from every part of the world find their center and become popular, end quote. Now, friends, this statement becomes even more interesting when one understands that Tacitus was not a Christian. He was not even a friend of Christians. He had no sympathy for them. Here he simply recorded the facts as a historian would. And the facts are there. There was really a man called Christus, or Christ, who lived and suffered the penalty of death from Pontius Pilate during the reign of Tiberius. Friends, where do we learn that from? Well, now that takes us back to the Bible. Isn't it amazing how many times... Historical facts are brought forth that the Bible tells us about those facts years before they happen. Now, what about Josephus, a Jewish historian who wrote the following about Jesus Christ? He said, Now, there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ, and when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal men amongst us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him, for he appeared to them alive again the third day as the divine prophets had foretold these and ten thousand other wonderful things concerning him, and the tribe of Christians so named from him are not extinct at this day. 
Friends, here is Josephus, who was not a Christian, a Jewish historian, but yet what he had just written, or what I have just said that he has written, dear friends, that testimony comes true about Christ to the point, I mean to the absolute point of the matter. Folks, this is more testimony from one who is a non-Christian that Jesus was a historical figure. But the things that he said about Jesus are richly affirmed in the Bible. You know, it's amazing when he refers to Jesus, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works. You know, people had to see the miracles Jesus did first and foremost, and how that won many over to the Christ. Think about the years on our calendars. B.C., A.D., take a walk through the lands of Israel, all through that area, and a book that even affirms Jesus Christ. Why, the prophecies of old, hundreds fulfilled with amazing accuracy, that the odds are astronomical of even happening, but they did, and they all affirmed the Christ. It is astounding how the miracles that Jesus did, that the odds of them happening, cannot happen. Today there is no one who can heal as Jesus Christ healed, to where it was instantaneous and done to give God the glory. In John twenty thirty and 31, John pens, And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in His name. You see, I believe God exists because of the Christ of whom history tells me. But the book that affirms the very thing about Jesus Christ, what historians say the divine scripture brings forth, a book inspired of God. Friends, maybe it's time that we back up and affirm our faith in God, and take a willing stand. Maybe you are skeptical, or we're talking about a matter that you've often wondered about. We love to encourage good Bible study. And we're thankful, through our friends at World Bible School, we will tell you about a great online Bible study that's free. As a matter of fact, I will defer to our J. Webb, And we appreciate our Jay very much. I'll defer to him to tell you about this great Bible study offer just for you. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friends, we are reminded of the beautiful text of 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's why here through International Gospel Hour, there is no other source of which we would refer you for your study to learn of God, and that is His Holy Word, the Bible. 
We have affirmed today that we know God exists because of the creation around us, the common sense within us, and the Christ of whom history tells me about. All of these things, dear friends, can be affirmed through the very Scripture. Do not be deceived and don't think you cannot understand God and His Word. You can, my friends. You can know God's will for your life through a study of His Word. We hope that you will pursue the study there at worldbibleschool.org. But let me pause here and say some of you may not have access to Internet. You would like to have a study mailed to you. If you will call us at 855-444-6988 and ask World Bible School by mail, that's all you have to do, and leave us your name and address, we will submit that to the World Bible School folks, and they will be glad to mail that to you. So if you don't have online accessibility, call us at 855-444-6988, leave your name and address, and just simply say, World Bible School Study, and we'll get that information to them, and they'll get it to you promptly. Let's go with our fourth conclusion of how we know God exists. How about the, well, conclusion without Him? Listen to this. Thomas Paine, the leading atheistic writer in the American colonies, made this plea at death. Stay with me. For God's sake, I cannot bear to be left alone. O Lord, help me. O God, what have I done to suffer so much? What will become of me hereafter? I would give worlds, if I had them, that the age of reason had never been published. O Lord, help me. Christ, help me. No, no, don't leave. Stay with me. Send even a child to stay with me. For I am on the edge of hell here alone. If ever the devil had an agent, I have been that one. Oh, friends, does that not shake you? How about Sir Thomas Scott, the Chancellor of England, who said, Until this moment I thought there was neither a God nor a hell. Now I know and feel that there are both, and I am doomed to perdition by the just judgment of the Almighty. How tragic! Voltaire, the famous anti-Christian atheist, said, I am abandoned by God and man. I will give you half of what I am worth if you will give me six months' life. And he said that to his doctor, who told him it could not be done. He said, Then I shall die and go to hell. His nurse said, For all the money in Europe, I wouldn't want to see another unbeliever die. All night long he cried for forgiveness. You know, friends, at the end of my life, and I enter death, and there is no God or nothing. Friends, I've lost nothing. But if I fail to believe in God, and have faith to obey His blessed commands of conversion, and there is a God when I die, I've lost everything. Do we really want to take that chance? Dear friends, There is nothing more beautiful than to hear the commands of the Lord through His Word. To believe in Jesus Christ is commanded in John 8 and verse 24. To then be able to repent of our sins, change our hearts, and turn unto Christ, Luke 13, 3 and 5, and Acts 20, or rather Acts 2 and verse 38. And to be baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of our sins, 
after we make that great confession of faith, to be baptized, to have those sins washed away and added to His church. We need to turn the tide of those that fail to believe in God. And friend, if you walk in that direction, there is no hope. And to hear of these words of Thomas Paine, Sir Thomas Scott, Voltaire, to hear of their words, you do not want to echo those thoughts near your time of death. Friend, we want to encourage you to make changes in your life. We will help you with Bible study material. We will help you with any question. We will do our very best to have those that may very well be around you to study with you and to help you. We strive to help all of our listeners here from International Gospel Hour, and we will be glad to help you. How do I know God exists? Because He is the Creator through whom I may embrace and enjoy His creation, the world, and its beauty. He is the Creator through whom we as humans were created. He is the Creator through whom His plan for man brought forth the divine life of Jesus Christ for salvation. And He is the Creator through whom others conclude, It's too late for them, but not for me and not for you. Here are a few other thoughts from our J-Web. We'll come back and wrap up our broadcast. Have you downloaded the International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or Android? Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android, search International Gospel Hour, and download our app free. Our app allows access to our website, social media, podcast, our YouTube channel, and other resources. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. It's free. Well, friends, we hope that downloading the International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or Android will be of help to you. You can access a lot of our programming, as Chuck stated, actually all of our programming, and we appreciate that. Now, if you do not have the smartphone or anything of that nature, we still have a number of great materials just for you. Please let us know how we can help you with your studies Again, our number is 855-444-6988, and we hope to hear from you soon. We'll continue our studies at another time, and thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.